You're listening to Clouser on Business. Thanks for coming back. I'm Clouser, your host. Glad you're with us today. It's that time of year again, March Madness and the run for the National College basketball title. It's a time to see what team comes to the floor the best prepared to win, and also a time to see what teams take themselves for granted, forgetting there might be another team better prepared. And there's always a little bit of providence involved with turnovers and questionable calls. Hey, well, I have Heidi Bird back with me today. Heidi, what's happening? Hi, Clauser. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, so uh, you've had some uh, basketball playing experience in uh, in your life. Uh, why don't you share a little bit about that? I have. I played hoops since I was little. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I know you played in high school, uh, a little bit in college. What? Uh, what? Share with our listeners what that was all about. Yeah, um, I played for the Sheldon Irish. Uh, we had a great team back in the day, but I uh, played AAU basketball. And going back further, I was the second runner-up of the Elks National Hoop Shoot competition when I was eight years old. I don't even know if that's still a thing. <laughs> but, probably, yes, probably so. I've got a big trophy. I would hope so. <laughs> hey, should you have any... Um basketball players that uh, you've admired uh, along the way? I do. Who's who's your favorite basketball player? Well, when I said I played for the Sheldon Irish, that was uh, back in the day when we wore uh, white and green uniforms, not unlike the Boston Celtics. Mm -hmm. And uh, Larry Bird was my favorite player of all time. Mm -hmm. Um, I wore 33, just Mm -hmm. like him. Go Indiana State. (laughs) (laughs) Go Hoosiers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked him. But I just liked his, uh, the way that he went about um, passing the ball, making plays happen. He was scrappy. Um, I was. I like to think That's of myself. That's what you were. I like to think of myself as somebody who threw my body around on the floor to get things done. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Hey, well, do you find it uh, as interesting as I do that when uh, – it just seems like when teams get themselves backed up in tournament play and against the wall, they just uh, uh, they just forget, you know, what they were, how they were prepared, and how, what got them there. You know, how, you know, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think that there are teams that just fall apart and things just unravel really quickly when people feel like they're under pressure, or you know, if they're not doing what they normally would do and going by kind of their plays, their playbook or whatever, and they're just out there fighting against the clock and feeling really pressured, then, uh, yeah, it's sort of almost like they go into a panic mode or something and nobody for everybody forgets like the playbook. And I know as a point guard for a long time, uh, that was kind of maddening because you'd have people on the court who was like, no, <laughs> I don't know how to set up this play unless you actually do the things you need to do. Um, yeah, I really think the uh, the three point shot really uh, it, it's either a blessing or a curse, and I've just seen it be a curse to uh, a lot of teams. Uh, you know, my my favorite team uh, I seen playing against uh, you know the top team this year, and they they were very successful in the first half. Uh, you know, getting the ball in low to uh, one of their big centers. And it just seemed like that as the game went on and, you know, the other team kind of worked their way back into the game, that they, they just didn't – what was what was working – and I'm not taking anything away from the other team's defense, but I don't think it was that. I just think that the other team 
uh, got them out of their rhythm and, and got them away from their game plan. Yeah. No, and you can see that all the time. I mean, that's one of the things that's maddening about March, right, is that teams, when, you know, faced with these pressurized situations that they're not used to, are in different venues and they can get rattled and pretty easily depending on what's going on. And mm-hmm. But the best teams that work together and just – I even see it when I watch um, – you know, people like you can tell the way that their ball movement happens. Like if they're not just if they're not feeling comfortable passing the ball, you know that they're not working their normal team mm-hmm. rhythm, then something's got to them. And it's not a good situation. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, just in those situations, it just seems like those teams have uh, have forgotten or failed to work together as a team. Um, so, you know, what can be the you know, we're a business podcast, so uh, we're not your local sports program. We're so, not? <laughs> no, I, no I don't <laughs> we'll stick with business. So what, what do you think the correlation between what we uh, see in um, this tournament play ends up being similar to what we see in the business arena with, uh, you know, corporate teams, company teams uh, that, you know, that sometimes, you know, end up doing the same thing? Well, that's right. I mean, I think that um, if people aren't communicating right or the same way together, communicating can mean a lot of different things. When you're on the court, it's through your eyes, through the way that you're moving and all that kind of stuff. Um, But communication, I think, with teams is really important. Um, Making sure that everybody knows what everyone else is doing and Mm -hmm. um, that the machine works kind of, you know, it's almost like a clock where... Uh, like an old an old clock where everything has to move at the correct time and <laughs> yeah. um i don't know how those digital ones do it they're just magic <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't know about that either he, well so, well some of the things that uh that i've seen uh you know across time with teams that uh well first of all it just seems like there's um a lack of perseverance sticking with what the goals of the team and their purpose of why they were assembled uh you know, together. And, um, one of the things I see is like they, the, we let outside influences, uh, not be handled in a way that they should be. So then it ends up being that, uh, uh, someone on the team might assume, might assume another one's covering for them or whatever. And, um, you know, the correlation I seen say in, in, you know, like with basketball is, you know, a man's left open and for an easy basket, uh, because, you know, I thought, you know, Heidi had that guy. And you're saying, no, Clouser had that guy. And then no one had that guy. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's man-to-man, switching to zone, or maybe you get, you know, blocked that way, and then all of a sudden there's somebody left open, and you're like, what just happened? Yeah, and, oh. you know, so Heidi, I thought you were calling the customer back. Right. And then, no, 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 I thought Clouser, you, you were... told me you were calling the customer back. <laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, who's paying attention to the people that you need to cover or the business at hand. I think that that's right. That's mm-hmm. a great analogy. Yeah. I think another thing I see, uh, have observed is, uh, just, you know, human behavior sets in. So you, you, you know, that you got a guy on the team that, uh, thinks that, you know, he, he's going to save the game. And so he goes down and doesn't even think about his other teammates, uh, you know, being there and goes down and shoots the, the not high percentage shot and, uh, takes it on himself. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You see that all the time in March Madness where somebody just decides, 
I got this. I'm just going to go do it. And they're, they think that they're at the three-point line, and they're way out of their range. I mean, feet beyond the three-point range. But also, you know, the, it, the sentiment might be there that, hey, I really think I can contribute to the team and do something really well. At the same time, it's like, ugh, buddy, if you watch that backwards, it's like you're not even in the ballpark of what you can actually do. So, yeah, knowing your range and and how you can go about fulfilling your role within the teamwork concept I think is really important. Yeah, so what what do you think happens in the mindset of a team member when they think they're Jimmy Chitwood and they're not? (laughs) (laughs) Unless you can catch it, shoot it, and swish it every single time, you shouldn't be doing it. And so my next question is, where's the coach? Or, or in, the, in the business application, where, you know, where's the uh, leader of the company or the business owner uh, in these times? I mean, uh, you know, why aren't we, you know, maybe slowing things down or uh, calling a little time out to, hey, hey, team, where are we at? You know, where are we at with this client? Well, I think that that should happen all the time. Um, I think that if you don't have weekly meetings or strategy planning meetings, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot in a way. Um, but I think if you, you know, and I, I see, I've seen this in business when people go on vacation or if someone leaves a business or um, just doesn't quite know what they're doing or there's not enough meetings planned or something like that internally where everyone's not on the same page, mm-hmm. then you can get kind of that stray lost person going, all right, I'm just going to step up and do this. You're right. <laughs> well, you know, the, uh, for those listening, you might have. I've heard a little Hoosiers theme in here, the movie Hoosiers. Uh, but anyway, it, it just reminds me of that scene where uh, Gene Hackman playing the coach. He, okay, we're going to pass the ball four times. Okay, right out of the shoot, the one kid shoots the <laughs> shoots the shot. And Guess what happens he, to him? Yeah, he makes it, but then he uh, gets you know, pulled right out. Yeah, he's sitting on the bench <laughs> over there. So, but you know, same thing in business. You know, you know, you know, we have a coach for the uh, person. But, you know, you know, where are you at in those crucial times? I mean, are you where you should be? Or are you just, you know, uh, assuming that your team has got it all under control and you're going to go, you know, do something else? Yeah, no, you're exactly correct. Yeah, I think the, I think another thing uh, would be in, you know, in time management. You know, uh, you, know you, you watch a basketball game, you just watch the clock tick down. But a lot of times there's a lot of enough time you know, to come back and if you just get back to your game plan and doing, you know, doing that teamwork. Um, yep. So that's why you practice, you know, shot clock management is important, but so is also the game clock. So you've got really two clocks working there. Um, and I think one thing is to not feel stressed out enough about the game clock that you can just kind of, even if you've got the lead, but don't continue to play scared. Right. Mm-hmm, you right. don't you don't sort of hold the ball. You continue to do your same routine, even if that means you play a little bit of faster paced basketball, because that's something that you do. Doing what you do is probably better than being out of completely out of your element and stalling the game a little bit just to watch the time tick away. I've seen so many teams that just absolutely will <laughs> try and watch the game clock and be in violation of the shot clock because they're not even getting off a good shot. Yeah. And that drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah. It was so, so you've got a, uh, a great background in, um, you know, project management and uh, in your research background. So how many times have you seen 
that let's just say we're uh, January 1st and we've got this project we're working with a client or it might be an internal project we're going to roll something out so it's January 1st maybe our projected uh, delivery time is April 30th okay so you have four months okay of time to get that project done how many times in your experience have you seen it come up to two weeks or a week before the projects due? It's terrible <laughs> where people will just say, oh, that's so far off. There's no way. We're, I mean, we're not going to start working on that right now. And do you know what ends up happening every single time? It's a far lesser product than you would want to see when you wait for the last minute. You know, but that's kind of the nature of some people who aren't really into it until the clock is ticking at them and then mm-hmm. they can't do anything until then. Um, but you know, again, that's, it brings up a, a subject that we've had on the podcast before and that's, um, you know, how do you keep your workforce motivated, but also continue to do things that are ahead of schedule without sort of completely falling apart and letting the current things happen. So, you know, you can't just focus on the next day you've got to focus on the larger uh scale planning mm-hmm. and that's something that having a business plan or other things like that that we've talked about is really important mm-hmm. and and everyone on the team buying into it right yeah or taking ownership for their part of it which leads to another thought i had and that was on each player needs to uh have a clearly defined role but i but i think as important is that it's their teammates know what their you know what that person's role is stay focused and do what your contribution role is supposed to be yeah no I think that's also really important um I learned this lesson in fifth grade actually um we were at the championship game and uh all of a sudden certain people just couldn't figure out even what positions they were in. They were so excited to run a specific play. But then when it came time for the play to be run, it was sort of like, what am I doing? Am I a forward? Am I a center? What's happening? <laughs> I think I think that's a, that's a fun part of watching uh, youngsters play basketball in, in their early ages because you kind of got uh, like the, what I call the bumblebee pack or whatever, is everyone everyone's – following the guy with the ball, whatever, then as the kids uh, grow up and they start playing, you know, get older and they understand the game and it becomes a more organized thing is then you see each one doing, uh, you know, their appointed uh, yeah. uh, role and fulfilling your position. Yeah. Well, and part of that, though, is, you know, knowing your role, but then also if you're the coach managing the team. And I think that, you know, trying to focus people and um, – it's really important if you're a manager in the office um, to make sure that you know that people's roles are clearly defined and what they're doing and and have those sort of goals set up and help them really manage kind of what clients they're serving or what they're doing. Make up sort of a, a time schedule with them so that you're accountable to the end client, but at the same time, maybe they you know, you help them along the way, understand what milestones need to, you know, sort of come before all of those get delivered. Yeah. So that that's just, I think, helpful. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually it should be a relief for you in some ways that, hey, you know, you, you just have your your responsibilities to do. Yes, you know, as a team, we all need to be bringing in what we're supposed to be uh, contributing. But at the same time, 
don't, you know, don't encumber yourself by, you know, Clouser taking on, you know, you know, Heidi's role and trying to, you know, get into her responsibilities. Clouser can never do Heidi's role. I know that. <laughs> I know kidding. that. The truth, the truth hurts. That's a, can you pull that out right there? <laughs> anyway, um, he, but, uh, yeah, that's what I see. So you just, you know, people that they'll stick to their, you know, what, why they're there, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I think, you know, some of the key takeaways that we've just been talking about is, you know, knowing the coaches, knowing their role and kind of that's your management team, knowing their role, what sort of input they're giving, uh, the teams, um, and communication among teammates, um, setting up those meetings and not, you know, I'm always one for unburdening people from unnecessary long meetings. That doesn't make any sense. And I think that a lot of companies waste time with meetings that are just purposeless. But mm-hmm. if you can have really good, strong meetings that just make sure everyone's on the same page. Um, one company I worked for just had a stand-up at 8.30 every day. And literally, it was a stand-up. And if it became so arduous that we had to sit down because nobody could handle it on their feet, then you knew it was just becoming a meeting you didn't want to be in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so there's that communication among teammates. And then also, you know, just revisiting why we're on the team. And that's what you were just talking about, which is what's my role? What am I doing? How am I contributing to the mission of the organization itself or um, whatever we're trying to make or produce or manufacture for, for end clients, really, at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Hey, well, uh, we're out of time for today. Hope that, uh, you know, this has been helpful to us. Any, uh, Heidi, any uh, advice on shooting a good jump shot? Follow through. Follow through. What about staying squared up with the basket? Shoulder square. All right. Very good. Very good. <laughs> good rotation of the ball. <laughs> Hey, well, I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, we've had fun doing it. Uh, we'll have to see who the big winner is this year. And uh, just a reminder that uh, you can find us on iTunes, TuneIn, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, and always at clouseronbusiness.com. Send us your comments. We'd really uh, love to hear from you. And uh, if you uh, got a topic for a podcast that you'd like us to uh, talk about, uh, send it along to uh, uh, you can find a place on clouseronbusiness.com to submit your suggestions and comments hey well we're out of time for today all for now you've been listening to clouser on business